Hey there, it's Spencer Hughes with another Hughes from the Heart. Thanks so much for being here, my friends. If you like what you hear during this brief podcast, please consider supporting more positivity and good vibrations in our lives by going over to my premium content on Patreon and signing up today. I could really use your support over there. My ability to do the free content here, greatly supported by those folks who are supporting the premium content at patreon.com slash Spencer Hughes. Podcast brought to you by my friends at Riverdance Soapworks. They're right here in Mason County where I podcast from just up the road from me. They're my favorite handcrafted spa quality bath and body works ever. They make my favorite soaps, bath salts and fizzies, lip balms, body butters and more. And they make great gift boxes for anyone on your list, especially those people where you're stumped and have no idea what to get them. We all bathe, hopefully, right? We all bathe. We all need self-care. Order today from RiverdanceSoapWorks.com. And speaking of self-care, one of the best things we can do for our health, physical and mental, is to get more sleep. Now, I know most of us just don't. For whatever reason, we stay up binge-watching TV or we're anxious about the events of the day or things coming up in the following uh, few days, and we get stressed out. According to renowned English sleep expert Dr. Dr. Matthew Walker, author of Why We Sleep, Every living thing on earth is attached in some way to the day-night cycle and spends at least part of the day in something resembling sleep. This is from goodnewsnetwork.org. Here are a few good habits and tips and tricks on how to get a better night's sleep. Outer space is cold and dark. The final frontier. Okay, I won't get carried away. The Mayo Clinic, along with the CDC and others, suggest creating a cold, dark sleeping environment around 60 to 67 degrees Fahrenheit. Apparently, drops in temperature and light perception signals to our brain that the hour of sleep is at hand and it's time to get some Z's. And a bedroom that reflects those changes is typically ideal. I've traditionally been a clutter bug most of my life and I'm just now discovering minimalism and trying to declutter all the garbage and crap that is burying me in my life. So it's no surprise to me now that cleaning up your bedroom greatly enhances your sleep performance. A study from the American Academy of Sleep Medicine found that people at risk of hoarding disorders scored significantly higher on several categories and two different academic scales meant to measure sleep performance. So declutter your house as much as you can, especially your bedroom. This is a tough one for most of us, avoiding that blue light. It's everywhere a screen can be found, and most of us fall asleep clutching our devices. We're addicted to them. Smartphones, tablets, computers, all this blue light is destroying our ability to sleep well. Blue light emanating from these devices is the prominent spectrum present in daylight, while red or orange light is the one experienced during the setting of the sun. So if you can't break away from the addiction, at least put an orange light filter on your devices. Most of them have them built in as an option. Find that extra special mattress. That's right. There's so many different kinds out there, but there's a right mattress for you. Most of us don't even think about it. We think about everything else except the mattress, and that's what we're actually sleeping on. So invest in the best one you can afford. Experiment with different firmnesses. Some are made for back, side, and stomach sleepers, and some for all of the above. And you don't have to spend a fortune to get a good one either. Check your local mattress retailer, support small businesses when you can, and Amazon, of course, has plenty to choose from. Take note of your coffee consumption. Uh, This is a tough one for a lot of people, too. I generally don't drink coffee past the morning. I'm up at 4 o'clock in the morning for my morning radio show, so I'm up and at them. Usually one, sometimes two cups a day, and that's it for me. The biological half-life of a molecule of caffeine is between three and seven hours if you want to get down to brass tacks here, after which it has another half-life to burn before the psychoactive effects are finally finished. Caffeine has many health benefits, but you don't want to have it too late in the day. 
For some people, they can drink coffee right up into the evening hours and still be okay. I've known people that can't drink coffee past 2 or 3 in the afternoon because they feel wired for hours on end. Most sleep experts would recommend calling it curtains on coffee right around noon. That way, very little of the caffeine molecules are left in your bloodstream by the time you lay down to sleep. I have several more tips from Good News Network on my premium content on Patreon at patreon.com slash Spencer Hughes. Please show your support for my positivity podcast by joining the premium content. You can get in for as little as a dollar a month, which is three pennies a day. And again, thanks to my sponsors like River Dance Soapworks, handcrafted spa quality bath and body works at a fraction of what you'd expect to pay for them at RiverDanceSoapworks.com. Much love to all of you. We'll talk again real soon.